is the Power Adulting Podcast, where we are hunting down the experiences, struggles, and golden nuggets of wisdom from our helpful guests. Stay tuned for an exciting weekly adventure that uncovers practical tips, tools, and tactics to get you from stuck in the muck to smashing your way through life's toughest roadblocks. Mini Boost Monday is a free set of four bullets with the most helpful tips, tools, tactics, and resources we've found for you. This is the inner scoop on secret wisdom to start your Monday better and power you through the week. A super brief guide to inspire personal growth, provide motivation, and come alongside when you need a boost on your daily journey. Mini Boost Monday is completely free and full of unique news that will improve your everyday adventure. Besides a few short, sweet, and valuable nuggets to start your Monday right, you'll get advance notice on any special offers, events, or news. This is also the A-List, where we can interact with all of you, our awesome posse. If you like the podcast, you'll love the snappy little bullets of Mini Boost Monday. Go to poweradulting.com and get it set before you forget. You'll be glad you did. Easy as one, two, three at poweradulting.com. For those who need a little extra incentive to start today, if you register before Elle's birthday, my birthday, June 14th, you'll automatically be entered in a drawing for a $100 Amazon gift card. Click over to the website right now for deadline details at poweradulting.com. I kind of wanted to ask you, too, uh, as far as a little bit uh, about we've talked about the business, uh, the podcast, who it's for and so on. I think folks might want to know a little something uh, about us uh, in, in the process here before we get started too far along. Absolutely. Well, we are your hosts here. I'm Elle and Dave just finished up speaking and we're here together as a tag team. You know, we want to bring that older and younger uh, perspectives together. And Dave has, well, Dave has lived a, a good long life and is not even halfway done with it. You know, he's really had 40 <laughs> like plus that. years of experience in all areas of his life. He's well, well versed in the art of adulting boomer style. Coming from that boomer perspective, he's lived through a lot of things that I wouldn't see. He he went to college without a computer. Like, what on earth? How on earth did you get through college without a computer? Google was my best now, friend. Now, wait a minute. There were computers, but we had to make punch cards to put into the computer to make it work. I don't know what that means. That's like, I know you don't. me how to use a floppy disk. Like, I know what they look like, but <laughs> what was I supposed to do with it? Oh, goodness. Well, Dave and those... He, he's seen, you know, the world change drastically in the last 20 years, let alone 40, 50, 60 years that he's been around. And he really brings a, a world of perspective that I, as a millennial, would just have no idea how to bring because obviously I've never seen it. I've never lived it. And during that time, he was able to do a lot of incredible business things that I'll talk about in a second. But the thing that's nearest and dearest to my heart is he he raised two awesome kids I am one of those kids, to let you in on a little secret, me and my younger brother. And he he had to go through uh, a period of really rough, um, it was like a decade of, of really rough experiences. Um, he lost his high school sweetheart and the love of his life, who is also my mother, to brain cancer when she was just 46 years young. Um, she died within three months and was went from being a, an active fitness instructor to brain dead in a hospital bed within 
three months, it was uh, traumatic for the both of us. And he was able to raise us totally on his own in Southern California. And it's just incredible because he, he sacrificed so, so much to take care of us on a single income. And he was always home for us after school, you know, when we got home. And so we're, we're working together as a, a dad-daughter duo. And this launch day today is uh, June 4th, 2020. It's an actual very special day for us. Speaking of my mother, that, that is the day that we, we lost my mother to her, her brain cancer there. And she left this, this earth to meet her mother. And so we're really making this as a tribute to her, yes, I wanted to add to, to that, that that was your idea. You are just this darling daughter, awesome, as you said earlier. Uh, this was your idea to make our launch date uh, her special date. And it brings tears to my eyes to, uh, you know, that you that you thought of that and that you think of her every year. So anyway, I don't want to interrupt and I, I can't stop crying. So it's it's go ahead. <laughs> Well, yeah, we, we've definitely been through a lot in the last, now it'll be 16 years on our launch day. And I feel like we've both grown dramatically in that process. Um, my little brother and I were five and eight. My brother is younger than I am, so he was five. I was eight when, when my mom passed suddenly from her brain tumor. And like I said, my dad sacrificed everything to make sure that, that our life was didn't change much, you know, having to pay medical bills and all, all these crazy things that come along with medical and unfortunate situations. And, and yet we didn't know, we, we never would have realized it. And so it's just us coming together. I don't think that you say that nothing really changed, but we all know better than that. Uh, I clearly was not a good mother. Uh, I could be a good dad, but uh, I <laughs> couldn't be a good mother. Uh, and so there was much that was missed out there. But uh, Well, you didn't sign up for it, you know, and so we all got to adapt. But as a 10-year-old or an 8-year-old when this all happened, I mean, it felt normal. I still, I felt loved and, you know, I felt like there, there was a reason and a purpose for it. And I just had to keep moving along and having a, a supportive parent there to take on the role of two parents is just a huge undertaking, especially if anybody knows Southern California, it's not a cheap place to live. And we, we were able to still live comfortably and, and live normally and, and live our normal lives and, and try and learn and be the most normal children we, we could, you know, considering the, the stuff that has happened. Um, and something that I'm just moved by is in that time, I, I don't feel like I've ever once heard Dave complain. My dad, he, he's just always so giving and, and so strong and always there to, to be that rock for us, even though obviously he, he was crumbling in the inside. I could only imagine losing my my love like that would just crush me and I saw him cry maybe a handful of times in the last 15 years now is one of them uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but really it was uh, just, stop. <laughs> just right before uh my mom passed I remember being at church and there were people praying and maybe we were in the hospital. I'm not sure, but it was just one of those times where I was like, wow, something, something's really happening. Something powerful is happening. Like I didn't quite understand it at that time, but seeing your father who was always that strong person breaking down, you realize that 
things are going to change. Life is taking a different direction. And just being able to have that that strong mentor and that strong uh, role model there has been incredible. Um, he, he transitioning from the loss and, and the pain of losing his wife and my mom, he's had some great milestones recently. These new milestones yeah. are, he became a gramps to yeah. a cute little grandson named Lulu, who's my adorable nephew, um, my little brother and his partner had the cutest little baby who looks identical to my brother. It's like mind blowing. And, <laughs> and he's just as pudgy. <laughs> oh goodness. He's got the chonky face, but mind you, my, my brother now as an old, older adult is the kid who can eat a pizza in a sitting and two hours later be hungry for more. And he's still thin as thin can be. So, you know, the pudge goes away and that's totally <laughs> fine. It makes a cute, cute baby. <laughs> and on top of my adorable little nephew my dad has also entered the empty nesting stage. None of us kids are kids anymore. We've all grown up and, and left and started doing our own things. And it's just been incredible to see that transition and uh, my dad and I being able to work together here to start bringing some of these goodness, some things that maybe we haven't talked about before and bringing them out into the open and sharing them with people so that we can grow as individuals. Cause a life without learning isn't a life, you know, we need to continue learning throughout our life. And I feel like my dad's life shows a lot. Um, we can look back past the, the struggles of the early two thousands when my mom died and he has tons of life cred on top of this horrible, I would say event that happened to my mother. He, he spent his, uh, young adulting years digging into health. My, my mom and he both were, health freaks. That was something that he was coined as a nickname back in the day. He, he survived cancer. It was testicular cancer, right? Or was it prostate cancer? It was uh, one t- of the- t- uh, older folks get the prostate cancer generally. Uh, yeah, this was the same as Lance Armstrong, uh, testicular cancer. So you were what in your early twenties, mid twenties? No, late twenties uh, or uh, 30 uh, about. So it was a long process, a couple of years in there. So that was way before I was born. He um, went through that whole endeavor, surviving testicular cancer, and he'll share with you later the the pain of chemo and that mental anguish going through that. And right after my mom died, and about a year and a half later, two years later, he had a heart attack and flatlined on our driveway. So, so this man has just really seen not knocked on death's door and seen it. Nine lives. <laughs> Apparently, maybe you're a cat. I'm not sure. Um, on top of it, he, he's been a gym owner. Um, he's really always been into the health industry and the fitness industry. He's been a marketing specialist in this fitness industry for over 20 years. As you guys know, I was just talking about, he, he really does have a great grasp on relationships. He's been married to my, well, he was married to my mom for 28 years. Um, and she's still the love of his life. Hopefully at some point he can find another partner who can match her uh, as uh, equally, if not uh, better than, you know, my mom could provide him as a teammate. And along the way, he raised us two millennials. And I would say, given the curveball thrown his way, he did it pretty dang well. You know, I mean, I was a uh, rebellious and not a 
uh, uh, rule-abiding child. So he really did Stubborn. his best. <laughs> did his best. And he, he taught us to read and write long before kindergarten. He, he really imparted his wisdom upon us and, and tried to grow us from a very young age into wise adults questioning the world. And I wonder if maybe that's why I'm here questioning the way society works and the way adulting works and the fact that all of us are just lost puppy dogs trying to find our way. Um, he, he, his career has just really, he's seen a roller coaster of career and in a good way, you know, he's been able to see the ins and outs of being a foreman at a, of a packing plant. That's the word. I don't, I've never been to a packing plant. uh, Can you say a plum packing, uh, plug a plum packing plant? Plum packing plant. That's a (laughs) tongue twister in its own. Yeah. Three times. No. (laughs) Goodness. So, yeah, he was a community college student working uh, as that packing plant, plant, plum packing plant. Uh, Uh, That was at 17. Yeah, yeah, well, 18. 18 there, community college. And from there, he worked full time and was promoted to shoe store manager um, when he was attending Cal Poly Slow. And he paid for his college education straight out of his pocket. You know, like I was blessed to be able to to have different um, federal funds aiding me through my my college. I couldn't imagine having to fork up that kind of money and pay for it on my own. And I do admire you for being able to do that. And he, he found a job right out of college, which I have failed to do. Um, and it was working in the environmental recycling industry. Um, but, you know, all things must come to an end. And he watched that company that he was really excited about just evaporate into bankruptcy. So he thought he had his nugget. He thought he had his little, uh, his lead. And yet it all kind of, he, he was pushed back to the beginning. Just where kind of, I feel like a lot of us adults are. We think we're going one way and nope paths are changed and now you're back at the beginning. And so he was faced with a big milestone decision during his career. Uh, He was either going to have to go down the corporate path, you know, find a a job at a grocery store, another shoe store, something like that. Or he could fulfill an entrepreneurial passion of his. And keep in mind at, at this time, the E word entrepreneurial was not popular. It wasn't even a thing, you know. Yeah, People it wasn't. Were, were trained to go into this more factory type uh, assembly line production uh, as human beings, and so entrepreneurship was not a thing. And he was able to take this fork in the road, this crossroad, and really uh, transition it into a, a learning and growth moment to become kind of an adult that he had no experience being, but he was going to give it his best shot and and do it to the best of his ability. Um, so yeah, his, uh, this is, we've talked about health relationships, career, and he also knows money. You know, that's something that a lot of people struggle finding a balance with. It's either you have one wrong or you're, you're messing up some of these categories. He's kind of got a handle on all four of these categories here, which is incredibly impressive. And I hope to one day be as experienced and, and learn to be, have this kind of uh, money management experience. He graduated with a degree in real estate and finance um, out of Cal Poly Slow. After what? What did you do? Flunk out of med school? That was what you, what you did? Yes, uh, that was uh, not my passion, but my father's. Uh, so uh, I uh, I I was weeded out from the men. The men were weeded out from the boys uh, with a genetics class. I flunked. Uh, uh- 
I've done that too a time or two. It didn't didn't totally push me off my path, but for me it was only in the beginning. But obviously it was a very good thing for you because it wasn't where you were destined to go. And so from there, after learning about this this real estate and finance, he was able to spend a lot of decades uh, managing rental properties. Uh, he We have a rental property that we've been managing for years, and it's been incredible to be able to be there with him and learn from him just because I, I lived life with him and was able to see these things come to fruition. It's not things that you, you learn in school. It's things that you learn through experience. And so also watching him uh, manage his own start stock portfolio and and really learn the value of money and the value of investing and these things that I love to spend my money. You know, that's something I absolutely love to do. And so learning from him, I'm finally at this age starting to realize, hey, maybe, you know, money should be saved for later. And these are incredible uh, bits of knowledge that you have and that can be imparted on others. I mean, you would never re- refer to yourself as an expert. I know that for, for one thing. But to me, you're definitely an expert. I see such value in the life that you've lived and the roller coaster of, of experiences that you've gone through and come out smiling. I feel like you you always are so, so positive and, and you see the world with the glass I don't know if half full. I would say you see you see more as an opportunist rather than an optimist. How can I take this thing that good or bad and how can I transform it into something even better? And you see the opportunity within the things that a lot of people could see as negative or just life altering. You see some sort of positive there and I see I I see you as both a plethora of information theoretical, but also um, full of real life knowledge and coming from a matured adult perspective who's really been through the ringer. You know, you've seen it, you've done it, and now you're here to share those experiences and you'll be able to help us dig deeper into understanding the crucial ins and outs of our four aspects of life, which are health, relationships, career, and money. And through this help and the help of our guests, we're going to be able to explore things that maybe we haven't talked about before and that'll be eye-opening in a sense but also have fun discussing and growing together on a weekly basis because like I said life is about learning and if we're not learning we're not growing and if we're not growing and we're not becoming the people that we were meant to be like if you're stagnant you're going to be an ugly puddle but rivers are powerful and rivers are constantly flowing. And that's something that I take to heart with constantly growing and with all our information that's out there with the internet and podcasts and YouTube and all these resources, this is the perfect opportunity to be able to use that knowledge, to be able to share and hopefully give you a shortcut along the way. Well, wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kind of flattered by all that, uh, man, uh, uh, I don't think I can ever live up to that, uh, Elle, uh, you But know you that. already have. So th- <laughs> this is us reflecting, you know, not us trying to push forward. You've already lived there, been there, done that. And so it's been amazing to see your growth and transformation along the way, although you may not have even seen it. A lot of times we don't.
Ellen and I are thrilled you joined us on the Power Adulting Podcast. We love helping you and always want to improve. Feedback is essential for us to produce the absolute best show possible, especially in these early days. Could you help us out by doing a quick rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you use? Take a quick pick of your review and send it to us at Power Adulting on Facebook or on Instagram. If you prefer email, the address is contact at poweradulting.com. Either way, Al and I would be immensely grateful and we'll list you on our website in the Founding Listener Hall of Fame. Our prize a day giveaway is starting soon too. Drawings begin June 12th, 2020 and end on June 21st, 2020. Visit the website at poweradulting.com slash giveaway and enter a drawing for a total of up to $1,000 in giveaway prizes over 10 days. Don't miss out. We appreciate you submitting those reviews right away. And by entering the prize a day giveaway early on here, you have up to two chances at winning. Thanks for your help. Learn strong. Live well and win big. Thanks so much for joining us, and we'll see you next week on the Power Adulting Podcast.